The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, my Lord. Filled with awe and great joy, the women came quickly away from the tomb and ran to tell the disciples. And there, coming to meet them, was Jesus. Greetings, he said. And the women came up to him and, falling down before him, clasped his feet. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers that they must leave for Galilee. They will see me there. While they were on their way, some of the guard went off into the city to tell the chief priests all that had happened. These held a meeting with the elders and, after some discussion, handed a considerable sum of money to the soldiers with these instructions. This is what you must say. His disciples came during the night and stole him away while we were sleeping. And should the governor come to hear of this, we undertake to put things right with him ourselves and to see that you do not get into trouble. The soldiers took the money and carried out their instructions. And to this day, that is the story among the Jews. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So as we said, our gaze now turns in a way to the Spirit coming to allow us to be witnesses. This is the common theme of the Spirit in our lives. The Spirit gives witness and then we give witness. We become radiant with the presence of our God's love and our love for our neighbour. Um, I've been looking, I've shared this before, but when I was a teenager, um, my brother and I, we, we really enjoyed listening to debates between atheists and theists because it was interesting to hear arguments wrestled out and teased out and kind of counter-questioned and what evidence can be rallied and all that kind of thing. And when my mum saw us doing this, she got very concerned. She said, are you boys losing your faith? And we said, no, not at all. We like to see it in the, in the marketplace, you know, um, challenged. And um, nowadays, she'd probably enjoy watching it with us, to be honest, um, because it's become something that, that stirs our faith in a different way. Is the faith all about the intellect and, and history and stuff? No, it isn't. But the fact is, we have faith in something that's real. And if we're unsure of that, if we're tempted to sort of relegate it to the realm of, oh, nice spiritual, emotional ideas and things that give me peace, listen to the kind of language that is used in the Acts. We were witnesses to these things that happened. Jesus, this person who we've all heard of, who did these things, we were companions to him. Since the beginning, we've walked with him. We saw him died. In fact, he had people who killed him, and you people <laughs> who we're speaking to are among them. And he rose. And if, if we're in any doubt that he's speaking vaguely and metaphorically, he says, compare Jesus' death to David's death. They both died, and we can visit David's tomb. But Jesus' tomb is empty because something unique has happened with the Lord. I think it's worth taking the, the resurrection really as seriously as it presents itself to us, and it presents itself very seriously. If the resurrection was not what we hear in, in these words, Christianity wouldn't have lasted this long. I think it would have petered out long ago. It would have melted into a kind of something else, you know? But it's held its integrity because the Lord, in fact, is with us, still living 
active, present, um, speaking his words of wisdom and peace and guiding us, incorporating us into his body which never ever crumbles or decays. This is a wonderful thing for us to rejoice in in these days. So I'd invite us to be witnesses, to breathe in that spirit that comes upon us now and to witness the Lord living among us, to witness his life in us and to bear witness to that in everything we say and do in the world.